Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust. So you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man Travis Ferris at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. What's up, everybody? This is Allie from Customer States, where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. It's Friday, so you know what that means. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have been doing warranty in the automotive industry for the past 11 years, and to my left is Jacob Rikus. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I'm a couple pusher. boards back behind. Hold on. <laughs> I believe in you. Do, 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 do. There it is. Uh, I'm not saying a damn thing until I heard it. Uh, welcome to another episode of the podcast, guys. Thanks for joining in on another lovely Friday. I am Jake Rikus, as always. Uh, been in the automotive field since I was young, but been doing the service advisor thing for about three years. Uh, to my left, uh, sitting in for Kevin, who would usually be yelling at the sales department, is uh, Mike Sarah. <laughs> oh my putting, god! <laughs> putting on another hat. Uh, yes, hi. This is <laughs> just another hat for you, Mike. This is Mike Sarah. Um, I'm a senior master technician, shop foreman, transmission technician, and in addition to the hat that I'm wearing as the uh, button masher today, um, I am also uh, apparently in charge of the. Um, interview process for prospective new hires. Ooh. Uh, so we can talk about that later if you want. But um, more importantly, to my left today, as you notice that Kevin is not here and we have somebody else to our left. Technic, te- interrupted te- the normal technically it's straight positioning. Across, well, it's still to my <laughs> left. <laughs> so uh, I've we've we've talked about our friend Sean before and um, how you know his struggle with cancer is super real. But he also has a huge connection to the automotive industry, as well as to all of us here, including Kevin, who is not here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's all of our collective friends because we've known him forever. Yeah. And in the studio today, in the flesh, is my good friend, our good friend, and hopefully your good friend too, Sean Lifter. Hey, guys. Hi, Thanks for having me. Thank you. How was that? Sean! Sean! <laughs> I like that. I like that intro. Thank you. Thank you. 
I've uh, I've been in the automotive field for uh, just about 19 years. I'm in the collision side of the business, so a little bit different from the uh, service and warranty side. However, uh, they do partner up quite frequently. Oh yeah, so, you uh, were the only. You know, we're here. <laughs> you were the only person I look forward to seeing when it came to collision. It's oh, like, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you, you. I you'd walk in that. like, oh shit, Sean's here about damn time. <laughs> now I got to deal with all the other people. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, this one should be easy, right? <laughs> So, yeah, and then, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, I work at a, or I manage a shop that has two locations. So uh, one of our locations is in the actual dealership. Another one is on a separate property about a mile away. So, um, you know, I I work really hand in hand and really close with both Mike and uh, Allie and actually Mm -hmm. Jake. Yep. So, you know, we do warranty work as well. So, yeah, we sublet our stuff out to you guys when we can't do it. Sean, help, please. The paint master, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, well, before another reason why I miss the shit out of you, dude, besides just missing you. When you were there and we sent shit over to you, it got done. I had sent something over to another shop. Um. Don't name I, it. Yeah, don't I do it. Yeah, yeah, I, won't, I won't name, don't drop. name it. Sean knows who it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do happen to know who it is. So I sent a bumper to them and they're like, one day I told them I need it 24 hours. They told me they were slow. Second day passes, not done. Third day passes, not done. Today's the fourth day and I got it back today. And they also had a mirror cap that they were supposed to paint for me. So I call them like, Where's my mirror cap? They're like, oh, it's it's here for you. Just come and pick it up, or we'll drop it off to you in a few hours. A few hours pass, I don't hear from him. So I drive over there. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go see. Sure enough, the dude's sitting there, hitting it with paint right as I pull up. Damn. Oh, so you just know. You just like, know they gave you the, the customer you, the customer the you right? They did, 100%. <laughs> you never think they're really going to just show up. Right. You know? and, and I called her on it, too. I'm like, Seriously, guys? I'm like, what's going on? Oh, we're short-staffed and, you know, uh, so I kind of get it, but uh, either way. Moving on. Go for it, Mikey boy. (laughs) You mean shenanigans? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Game recognized game. We're going to have a board off when uh, Kevin is here. Who who matches it better? (laughs) Uh, I I might have programmed and found all of these things, but Kevin knows where they all are, so... (laughs) There's four different pages to navigate, and it takes a while, and I have a ton of other stuff to do. I was re-listening today, and the speed, the sheer speed of last week's reactions from him. Well, that's what happens. Oh, my God. It was impressive. That's what happens when you take away the board from him for one time. I I didn't necessarily mean to take away the board. It's not just... But you did. Well, I didn't didn't do a full castration. You know what? what? No. No, no, no. no, Maybe a little bit. No, that was 90% (laughs) my... taken away a little bit. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I'll take the blame. It's fine. So then when the the (laughs) listeners were like, we want Kevin, it's just raging boner, and he's like, I'm going (laughs) to do this perfect, and he did. We are! (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, uh, so to get things started today, um, I actually have a, uh, a story from this week that happened to me, actually. Um, so work involved. Work this involved. This is about work. Okay. Yeah, so like this is part of my shop form and duties. Like, That's uh, kind of what the podcast is about. Yeah, yes. for sure. And not all the other 10,000 tangents we all talk about. about things in the automotive industry. Um, and adjacent to it. And automotive industry adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I had a customer uh, that came into the service drive and I get a call from the service advisor and the service advisor says, Hey, I have a customer up here with uh, X and X vehicle and they're talking about the alignments off. And, you know, ever since we did, you know, the wheels and tires, uh, and, you know, brakes and stuff like that. And ever, it's all ever off. since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it right there. Yeah. You got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sell the bell. Um, so, uh, you know, call up the service drive. Fine. Yes. I'll go for a road test with the customer. So it turns out that we didn't do the tires, the brakes on the vehicle. But this customer that I just happened to know from previous experiences says, oh, yeah, so, um, you know, when you go to go accelerate the vehicle, the steering wheel just like rips out of your hands and it always seems like it it turns to the right. Yeah, it sounds like a serious issue, right? Okay, so I (laughs) hop in the driver's seat, you know, put down the format and everything like that and hop in the driver's seat. And, um, we go to go, uh, start heading out of the dealership and I say, so like, you know, how does this happen? You know, like how can I most easily replicate this problem to like, you know, show it to my technician. And she tells me, well, you know, if you're like at a stoplight and you just, yes, Kono, thank you. Um, podcast Pucci. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's always there. He's always there. Um, so when you're, you know, accelerating like from a stoplight or whatever, and if you just have your hands off the steering wheel, the steering wheel just like rips out of your, you know, rips to the right and like tries to send you off into the car on the right hand side. It sounds like fun. I said, what you mean like with your hands off the steering wheel? And she looks at me like, mm. yeah, of course with my hands off the steering wheel. Why? Wait. Why? Well, what, what, why are you driving with your hands off the steering wheel? So look, I, mom. This is why service departments exist. So I kind of <laughs> look over and I tell her, like, I mean, you're, you know, you're a little bit older than I am. So I'm, I'm assuming that you've been driving for longer than I have. But I still remember from basic training that 10 and 2 is <laughs> the way that? to. Well, not in those okay, words. Okay, okay. Just checking. For, verbatim. Yeah. But, you know, I said something to the effect of, like, well, I mean, you're supposed to keep your hands on the wheel while you're driving at all times. I thought that this was, like, just common knowledge. You can't just, like, let go of the steering wheel. Custom, she's like, customer educated. So, and, you know, she tries to tell me, she's like, well, you're, you're holding on to the steering wheel. You just got to, like, you, you just, like, hold it loosely. I'm like, what? Hold on loosely. This isn't a 38 special song. Like, you know, <laughs> but just don't be- let go. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> the next part of the song. Don't let go. Don't let go of the steering wheel. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I'm, I'm trying to replicate the concern with her and I'm holding on the steering wheel. So obviously the car's not doing anything. So she tries to tell me, okay, we'll pull over to the side of the road. I'm like, okay, I'm going to pull over. And she's like, okay, just like let go of the steering wheel and accelerate. I keep trying to tell her like, I, I can't do that. It's not safe. So long story short, she's talking about no torque balls. Steer. <laughs> she's talking about torque steer. And so as I'm trying to, you know, duplicate the concern to her and I have my hands on the wheel, she keeps trying to pull my hands off the wheel. No, no, no you're holding the steering wheel. You're holding the steering wheel. That's got to be so distracting and dangerous, dangerous. Well, while you're driving I'm a vehicle. driving someone else's car in the auto mall, which we all know is a really crazy place to drive. Yeah. Yes. Mike, yes. Mike, haven't you heard the song, Jesus Take the Wheel? <laughs> well, it was written about the auto mall. I don't think he was driving with me that day because he would have cut that road test short real fast. She was literally grabbing at my hands trying to take him off the steering wheel while I'm driving her car. I think she might have been hitting on you. Oh, no. I, I, I certainly hope not. I certainly hope not. Oh, man. But I took her back into the service drive, and you know, I'm, I parked a car on the service drive, and I was telling her, like, again, what you're talking about is torque steer. We have one short axle and one long axle in these transverse-style engines. You know, she had some, like, small SUV-type thing, you know, mm-hmm. sport crossover type thing or whatever you call it. So it's a transverse engine. The engine and transmission are, you know, uh, horizontal or whatever in the 
uh, axle path in the front of the vehicle. So you have a short axle on one side and a long axle on the other side. Okay. Right? Because it's front wheel drive. Oh, okay. So you have torsional differences in between those. And one wheel is going to grab differently than the other wheel. And yes, if you let go of the steering wheel and floor it, you're going to experience torque steer because one wheel is going to spin faster than the other. And the wheel like, that doesn't spin is going to grab you in that direction. Like the Mazdas. <laughs> or the wheel that does spin is going to grab you in that yeah. direction. Um, so, I mean, you know, I'm trying to explain. And she tells me, well, I have two of these cars and the other one doesn't do it. I said, I have no idea what you're talking about because every single car does this. And I'm sitting in the service drive with a ton of other cars around me, a ton of cars in the lot. So I'm literally like, obviously with my head searching around and saying, well, that vehicle, that vehicle, that vehicle, that vehicle, that vehicle and that vehicle all operate under the same principle and would do the exact same thing. If you let go of the steering wheel and try and accelerate the vehicle, like I just, I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. And again, this is in the nicest way possible that I can describe this. Yep. So, um, I've, yeah, I've never experienced that because I, usually hold on hold the wheel actually my car tells me if i if like yeah, you're holding ours. it too loosely because it has it, um it yells at you what's it's, that feature called that, so you don't well. go into another you, lane like lane keep assist yeah, yeah. lane keep assist yeah I have that yeah. also and, and, it, and say, it rips you back oh, it does. Dude, man you don't really turn your signal Yep. I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many uh, people come in and say like, "Oh, the steering wheel like you know vibrates, vibrates. tries to shake oh out of my hand." Oh my gosh! It's because you're not using your turn signal and you're trying to turn the other way. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. You got lane keep assist on, okay? Well, we yep. see that all the time. Like people have that setting turned off in their car, yep. mm. and then you know if they're in an accident or you know something like that, and it goes to a dealership it to get reset gets and everything reset to a default. Exactly. Yeah. They get their car back. They get in it and drive it, not knowing that. that I mean, oh. that would that would scare the shit out yeah. of you. You know, if you didn't know and it rips you back yep. like that. So, you know, we get the phone call, you know, explain to me why my car is pulling this and that. You guys, of course, customer states, mm -hmm. since you guys fixed my car. Ever, ever since. You since. Ever, ever, since, ever yeah. since I got it back. This is what's going on. And sure Sell enough. the bell. <laughs> someone didn't read their owner's manual. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it comes oh, down to. Oh, yeah. The, the forbidden text. <laughs> the, we, the forbidden yeah. text. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had, I, had a, I had another customer that was like that. He had a GT350, and this guy owns a bunch of other vehicles, right? And um, he, so, and all these vehicles are uh, race vehicles. As he describes to me, this, okay. is, this is the least craziest vehicle that he owns, which is a brand new GT350, and I was kind of impressed, uh, not going to lie. Um, and he tells me that when he's hitting this one specific freeway interchange, um, the steering wheel jerks out of his hand. And again, it's the same thing. Well, he's letting go of the steering wheel when he's making a left-hand turn turning. on the freeway and hits this one pothole area that we all know about. I'm not going to say the freeway, but we all know that one specific interchange with oh, that yeah. giant pothole. Yeah, dude, you've got 305s on the front and they're mm. super sticky. And <laughs> if you let go of the steering wheel, it's going to jerk out of your hand. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you got to hold on to the wheel. It's like, a race vehicle. It's a race vehicle. I mean, you really should be holding onto the wheel all the time. I, I, I go to the quarter mile track and just let go. That's when he told me that this was <laughs> right. the mildest vehicle that he owned. Mildest. Yeah. And that scares me. It does. <laughs> I was kind of impressed. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Well, and to, and to jump back like what Sean was saying. I'm going to come. <laughs> to jump back what Sean was saying, when you send the car off and they reset everything or it goes to the dealer and whatever wasn't turned on to begin with, or they never were in a situation where it was, we had something similar. We had a customer call. It's like, when I'm driving, my car violently shakes. And it wasn't the car, it was the effing steering wheel. And it's just, she did not use her blinker, 
like 90% of California. Oh, with, with the lane keep assist. With the lane yeah, keep. Yeah, yeah. So mm. it's like she didn't have it set where it was, she had the intervention part of it turned off. So it didn't yank her back into the lane. Uh, she only uh, had only... the warning. She had the audible turned off, but the rumble on. Right. And uh, in the Mazdas, at least with Wait, her... like the old, the, the PlayStation, like the rumble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> vibrate your hands yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. And <laughs> with hers, she had, it was either a CX-5 or a CX-9, but they shake way harder than the Mazda 3s and the Mazda 6s, where it, it's not going to really feel like your car's vibrating, but I mean, if you're holding on to it and she was on the frail side, it's going to kind of feel like your whole body's petite. Ex- petite, sure. So we took that test drive and where she's like, well, you guys drive. And we're like, no, nah, in this type of situation, we prefer if you did. You're going to, you know how your car works. If you're going to duplicate it, you're going to duplicate it. So sure enough, she opts in, doesn't signal once, and it happens three times. And she's like, see, there it is. See, there it is. I'm all like, it's your steering wheel. And she's like, what do you mean it's my steering wheel? I'm like, you have a rumble on. She's like, what the hell is rumble? I'm like, let's get back to the dealership and I'll show you. Go deep into her settings and be like, you see how this is checked? You want that to stop? Uncheck it. She's like, oh my God. And <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes light up. Her whole entire life has been changed. And if she would have read the forbidden texts, she would have known. <laughs> I had a small situation with me that I was complaining about to a salesperson with our car that when I use the Apple CarPlay, you have to go through like a bunch of different settings. I mean. Like a bunch of different toggles to get from the regular radio to the Apple CarPlay. Right. Press and she's, she pulled it on me. She's like, well, in your owner's manual, oh. it says that you can press down the home button and it'll take you straight to Apple CarPlay. I was so stoked. I wasn't even pissed yeah, off about that. She's all that. like, you're like, right. Oh I had God. no idea, but this is sweet. <laughs> Makes my life so much easier. Um, what was, oh my God. So I'm one of those people. The, um, bef- before I get into my one fun story, um, another one that was really funny. It's short, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. We had yeah. older lady that we know, mm-hmm. sweet lady, just dumber than a bag of rocks, but she's really, really nice. <laughs> no, it's, this is part, this is part of it. She's really sweet, but she knows nothing about cars, but she's okay, all, but that doesn't mean she's no, 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 hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Okay. So she, she even, she's like, I know nothing about cars. I'm worthless when it comes to this. And she goes, but every time she's like, but my boyfriend's the car guy and he knows everything. So, oh, if, I have qu- so if I have questions, <laughs> he's going to answer it for me. So she comes in and I didn't even notice she had an appointment. And she goes, she comes in and I'm all like, all right. So it says your airbag lights flashing, this, that, and the other thing. But this is focused on the airbag light. And I wasn't really having a great day and I wasn't really putting up with her. Um, so she goes, <laughs> oh my airbag lights flashing. And it, it just all of a sudden just, it just yelled at me, went ding and a light flash. I'm like, what did the symbol look like? <laughs> She's like an exclamation point. I'm like, was it in parentheses? She's like, yeah, that's your fucking tire pressure monitor. She's like, oh, I'm like, well, you said your boyfriend's a car guy. I'm really surprised he didn't know what that was. Oh, boy. And she looked at me like, how far there, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what over, overcame me at that point, but I'm like, I just wasn't having it. And she's like, are you sure that's what it is? I'm like, yes, that's all that it is. Reset her tire pressure. She went on her way. But now I'm the I need fu- about 350. <laughs> <laughs> So now to go on to the fun one. So my dispatcher, who mm-hmm. does test drives for us every once in a while, 
or we send them to go pick up cars from the body shop, the upholstery shop, whatever we need them to. He goes, usually where he was going that day, it's a 20-minute drive, give or take. He was gone a long time, 45 minutes hour. Everybody's trying to call him, doesn't pick up his phone. We're starting to kind of get freaked out. He's a good driver, but still. Um, and he's always like, this is where I am. This is how long I'll be. He's just really good with that. So <laughs> He is. You can always count on him. Yep. So, hi, Kurt. Um, hi, Curtie. Curtie <laughs> <laughs> Bam-Bams. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, he finally gets back. And he comes into the service drive. And he tells us about um, his, what would you call that, uh, encounter with this gentleman? Sure. Yeah. So, I think that... That applies. So Kurt is extremely Experience. good at, at situational awareness. He used to do dial a ride, so he's always looking at his surroundings. He's a good driver. So he's at the Arco that you know where it is down that boulevard. Gas oh, yeah. station. Yes, um, I'm, I'm aware. So he's pulling out of it, and he's looking left, and he's looking right, and he notices on his right side there is a guy in one of those really high-tech expensive wheelchairs where you're... You like know, a power chair. Like a power oh, chair. Yeah, 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 like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Almost quadriplegia. He's not, but it's like when you it's, have the, It's like a little rascal. Uh, kind of, <laughs> sort of, but it's, it's... Sounds like it's a little more serious. Yeah. It, like Darla and Alfalfa? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, you know, it's the one deformed arm where it's just a little toggle, but it's, you know, dead from basically the chest down. Um, so he notices him there, and he starts to turn, and he sees that he's... When he's turning, the guy's starting to go, and he's uh, going to cross the street at wherever he was at that particular spot. And as he's about to complete his turn, he looks through his rearview mirror and he notices he hops off the curb and he goes sideways. So he's on his side and Kurt realizes this. So, of course, he flips around super fast, pulls to the other side of the road, pulls up to the guy and is like, oh, my God, are you okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. And he's like, I'm going to call the paramedics. And the guy's like, do not do that. And he's like, what? And Kurt's like, are you sure? It's like, we can get you help. It's like, anything hurt? Are you good? And he's yeah, like... Yeah, because he's, he's fallen. Exactly. You think the guy was like just embarrassed though, maybe? So... Maybe. You know, Paul, he was just like, I don't you, want to call a paramedic on this. Right. You would, possible. You would think that, but how Kurt explained it, he was like, don't you fucking call the paramedics. Ooh. So he's like, okay. okay. Uh, that's... Yeah, so this will get fun. <laughs> so, you know, he starts to dial anyways, and the guy's like, stop. Please. And he's like, okay. At that That's what she said. At that point, a couple of other people had stopped, pulled over, and, you know, gotten out to help the guy. So Kurt and this other big guy get him lifted up. The big guy holds the other dude just to keep him propped up. A couple other people lift up the power chair, put it back on the curb. And when this guy hit the ground or tipped on the side, you know, his sunglasses fall out, his phone popped out of his pocket, his hat falls off. So they put him in the chair, they set him back down, and then Kurt and a lady walk over to go pick up his belongings. The lady picks up the phone and the sunglasses, Kurt gets the hat. Kurt picks up the hat, and what falls out of the hat is a big old baggie of cocaine. Mother of God. So just a big old bag of cocaine drops right on the floor. Ooh, nice little bam bam right there. Exactly. Do not <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> That's enough of that. So it, at that point, Kirk goes, ah, so that's why he didn't want the paramedic. So, yeah. So Kirk goes, I stuff it back into the elastic band up at the top of the, you know, at the top of his okay. hat. Okay. 
walks it over to him and puts the hat on the top of his head. And the guy looks up at him and goes, is everything there? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty G, you gotta say. So... You know what? (laughs) You know, at that that point, man, in the situation that he's in, what's he got to lose at that point? I mean, and Kurt... You're preaching to the choir, bro. Right. So (laughs) Kurt knows this guy personally. He used to pick him up when he did Dial-A-Ride. And he's known for belligerent outrages, either being... So Dial-A-Ride, for people who don't know, is like um, people who have a hard time getting around, Mm -hmm. like with different... It's public transit. It's a lot of senior citizens. I think you have to apply and be able to get it. I don't think anyone just... Not just anyone. You can. I I tried that once when I was young. They're like, no, we won't pick you up. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, man, you can walk from the mall. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So he knows this guy, and he's known for his belligerent outrages of, you know, drunken stupors, apparently coked out now. And Kirk goes, this makes so much sense. So after he puts the hat on the head, the guy goes, is it all there type of thing? He goes, all right, I'm good. And he starts to go over the curb again. And there's no dip. There's no cross. What? There's no. Come on. There's no crosswalk here. So Kurt and the big guy are like, Whoa. "How full was the bag?" That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't exactly. ask that question. So how much was gone? Right. Yeah. So he starts to go off the curb again. They're like, "Stop!" So they lift him in the chair and put him on the ground. And they said, "You know, the crosswalk's about two minutes. Ride on the side of the road in the bike lane. Get to the crosswalk and go." Kurt hops in. Flips around, looks in his side view mirror, and in a coked out, handicapped rage, does wheelchair frogger across the across the street, which is a really busy street. Just he's <laughs> like, "Fucking, I'm doing this." Oh my god! From that movie, I got five pounds of Colombian bam bam. Talladega night. Yeah. Zuckerberg, I suggest you run, son. So that was a that bit of fun for Kurt. Uh, that's, that was, uh, that's pretty good. So usually on the way home is Jake and I's venting time because we live, you know, a city over to from the dealership. It's so exactly that's one like, city over. Yeah. Well, is new is. Uh, uh, yeah. It's roughly it's a roughly a city and a half. Or, is one, the one and three quarters. Maybe, city. maybe we could give it like a mileage to 15. give it a perspective. We're in California. Like, like 12, we don't talk 12, about miles. We miles talk about away, minutes. Mishmarsberry. <laughs> right? Like we were talking before. <laughs> we also say the 101 yeah, or the exactly. 405. Yeah. It's like, the, why do you guys you know? name your freeways? Because they suck. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to know who to blame when I'm late for work. <laughs> exactly. What took you so long? The oh, damn the 101. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. The 405. <laughs> yes. So, um, he was telling, I got a sneak peek of that story. Mm. And so I was Mike, like, stop the presses, call Mike, tell him to fire up the microphone. We need to tell this when it's fresh right now. <laughs> it, I was laughing my ass off. It was, uh, I lost it at the uh, handicap handicapped frogger. frogger. Yeah, that's, that's pretty friggin' wild. Uh, I was like, I don't know if you can say that on the podcast. What, like, what would you do to well, get no. away from that, though? You definitely should be able to bring that to the bar. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> I, I was going to say, just handicap frogger. Just yeah. uh, either way. 
but yeah, it's uh, like I said, it, it's in that mindset. I don't really have much to lose. So if I'm hit by a bus, I'm hit by a bus. At least I'm high on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> could, could be worse things. Could, there be, worse could things. be worse things. Yeah. So it was a good thing. I guess I don't know what would have happened if they called the people in the medical field, you know. Well, that's that why. One. Okay. So for the paramedics, not so much. That wouldn't have been bad. But Kurt wanted to call paramedics and police. Or if paramedics show up and they worded a certain way, police are going to show up. Right. Yeah, and if it's police a, it's a show up, then it's like, well, now you're going to jail. <laughs> well, do you remember that during the height of the pandemic, we did a program at Mazda that helped um, get free, like, t- as a thank you, like, uh, free oil changes yes. for people in the healthcare, healthcare field. Right. And I thought that was really cool that Mazda, like, reached out that way. It, um, it was kind of a surprise as far as the administration went it was like surprise okay they have to show like all these different kinds of documentations but it was a really cool program it's for free (laughs) but you gotta work for it and there's limitations you know you can't come in with your ferrari i mean we're only getting paid 60 dollars but see that's the thing you could bring in any car you wanted as long as it was below a certain amount of oil that it took it wasn't a big truck it wasn't a specialty vehicle a few things like that right so it started with the healthcare professionals and it was you know we're going to do one round of this they did three rounds it was really successful because it was a great tool because it it showed that mazda cared it's kind of like your helpful honda person or whatever you know that was a great campaign ad campaign now with that one people really We've got a new program. It's another ECC or the... Essential Car Care is what it stands for. So the new one is for teachers, educators. If you work at a school, custodian does not matter... You can get a free service. Yeah, to you say just thank call you. that all frontline workers, right? I think they consider educators frontline workers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that all falls under that category. Right. Well, and I mean, they had a For really sure, hard right? time yeah, last so. year. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I and mean, that's it. so they, important. They were out of work. They're back now, so... Well, yeah, they educators were, had it rough last yeah. year yeah, for sure. Jesus. Well, now see the the thing is with the doctor it, or healthcare professionals that was pretty cut and dry. The the teacher portion, what's kind of funny with that, it's still awesome that Mazda is doing that. But people are going online and choosing the you know teaching free service, and people are coming in. And we're like, oh, okay, so you're a teacher. They're like. No, we're all like, then why'd you choose this? And they're like, well, I homeschool my kids. Oh, um, there's a lot of fine print. Everybody wants to try and circumvent the system. And exactly. I, I love circumventing this system. I live on that line, but my word. And you, you can't fault them for trying. But even today, we had a guy come in. It's like, so you're a teacher? He's like, no, I teach my kids, though. We're like, yeah, sorry, dude, we can't. Unless you got a badge, we can't. He's like, but I homeschool. I'm like, I get it, dude, but there's guidelines. I'm like, I'll give you 20 bucks off your old change. He's like, okay, sweet, thank you. So that, there you go. Well, see, and it is a cool program because I think it's cool that they're saying thank you, and then I also think it's cool to get new people in. Yeah, and you're supposed to in. give them a loner. Right. Well, you and a car wash. Oh, wow. You can. That, it, it's this time, optional. This time around is not required. Or by okay the healthcare professional one we were really supposed to be all like hey we've got you, you are a loaner. supposed to do it on this one red, no. red carpet all the way kind of thing yeah, yeah. Is, exactly is basically, no which, we it's like brand awareness right. you gotcha. know thank you and also hey 
drive a Mazda. See what it's like over here. Well, yeah, that anytime anyone is in your service drive is an opportunity for them to be looking at a new car. I mean, when yep. my cars just last week, I mean, I took my wife's car in and when they were doing the oil change or, you know, the quick service or whatever, mm-hmm. I, you know, I went out front. I looked at new cars. I mean, it's something, to, even know. if it's something to kill time. Exactly yeah. right. I mean, hey, who doesn't like new things, especially a new car? You yep. know what I mean? So uh, yeah. any promotion to get something in is great. And yep. if it can be for a good car, on top of it, I feel like that's just like a win. Oh my God, Mazda's so great. Maybe I should own one. Exactly. <laughs> right? yep. Subaru made a big push recently too. Every commercial they have you yep. know, has, has, a, has a dog Family, and how they're giving back. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Man. Yep. Hey, that's good marketing. Well, I love and- it, especially for what their cars. Do you like people who have Subarus love their Subarus, yep. man. I got to tell you, even I though their all engine, makes and models. Even though their engines explode. <laughs> Honestly, if you're listening out there and you know someone who's a teacher, they can get a free oil change from Mazda as up until as, August 30th. As long as the dealership is participating. Yeah. At participating dealers only. And that's current news. And that doesn't mean that you... Bum, like, bum. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a karate teacher. I teach yoga in the park. You have to show... Uh, you have to show proof exactly. like a badge or a pay stub that you work for. Oh. Uh, what's what's uh, that mean? Uh, Mike needs walkies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, again, uh, when you hear the key, key jingle, that is uh, time for us to go to ad break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for explaining Executive that. announcements. Uh, wa- um, walkies? Potties? Yeah. <laughs> Need a treat? Uh, again, we want to thank all of our sponsors. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we're having a blast doing this, and we hope to continue to uh, improve and upgrade as we uh, as we gain all your support. So um, we're going to go to break and we'll see you uh, when we get back. Thank you for listening. Bye. Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this is just a delicious El Snore burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouthwatering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on Facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. And we're back from break. Speaking of breaks, it is the summer. And you know what is the best during summer? Not working. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I feel like like I should be like... Ah, yeah, yes. shaking the ice in the, yes. in the cocktail that's instead, some like asmr the, <laughs> right? sean living the real life exactly every day <laughs> right so and coming back from the summer and the break and all that that's is, what she said <laughs> do not come <laughs> damn it is um going on vacation more this, more specifically more specifically, this is a very loaded subject for me personally. So, I, yeah, again, when you when you say going on vacation, what do you mean? Like you personally being able to go on vacation or like other people going on vacation or customers going on vacation or... I guess um, me personally, taking my vacation time, my personal PTO that I'm sometimes allowed... Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And sometimes <laughs> it's shit. Because yeah. I'm the only person at work that does my job. La-dee-da. So when I come back, let's say, you know, a day or 
or two here or there is totally doable. Totally doable. Manageable. 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 Even. Plausible. Right. Exactly. Anybody, <laughs> any other adjectives here? Um, so inconceivable. Um, not relatable. Oh, fair enough. Um, I'm the only person that does my job. So if I go, let's say, actually, Jake and I, for example, Hi. went to Aruba that was a so few nice. years ago. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Um, the Kool-Aid man was there. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it was the aloe man. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyways, um, I digress. Uh, some sunburns might have occurred. There was such an amazing person who, like, walked around and, like, was selling aloe out of used beer bottles. It was he recycled. Also, recycled beer bottles. Uh, he also offered you weed and cocaine on top of that, like, quite often. Low-key. He, he didn't sound like someone who had a Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, when I came back from two weeks of vacation, so ten work days... That's when I actually proposed to you. Yep. Well, yeah. Right so before. there were two weeks worth of my work waiting for me when I came back. So I spent two weeks in paradise and then back to reality with, <laughs> oh, with literally. I think it would have been better with a womp womp, but hey, I'll give it to you. <laughs> I'm going to say. I, 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 I no really Kevin. miss Kevin. I, I really yeah. miss Kevin. Mike's, Mike's no Kevin. Kevin. This is a lot I of pressure. had about three work, three feet of paperwork waiting for me mm. when I came back. That's a lot. And that is stressful. And it makes me think, is it worth going on vacation? To answer that, Maybe yes. I shouldn't even take my vacation. Wrong. You definitely Wrong. need to take vacation. You need to take personal time. I, 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 I got to be honest. I would yeah. say, you know, for someone even in my position, like with, you know, being sick and having cancer, mm -hmm. I, I strongly think, you know, and, and no fault of anyone but my own of not taking that mental time for myself and not taking vacation and overworking and just not having things prioritized, I, I truly think that that has like a really negative effect on you if you don't take that vacation. As much as it's like, man, I don't wanna have to come back to a shit show, you know? And then when you're not there, I always tell people this, you can go on vacation, but when you're not here, everyone sees all your work. Yep. You know, everyone has to deal with all your clients, yep. all your customers. So. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like, you know, it's different, but, you know. It's, you have PTO for a reason. Yep. Well, absolutely. There's a reason it's a law that you have to have a certain amount of it. Right. Sick well, days, et cetera. On that, like how Sean's saying, I, I forget where I saw it, but it really kind of hit me in that way where he's saying, don't wait. It was a picture of like two older people who were somewhere, I'm pretty sure it was Italy, but they were passed out wherever they were in this gorgeous place, and it was, don't wait until you retire to travel and take oh, vacations yeah. when you should. <clears throat> yeah. So it's simply like that. It's like you work basically to the point of killing yourself to get to that point, but once you get to that point, it's too late. Yeah, we're here yeah. for a good time, not yeah. a long time, right? I mean, you got to take it when you have it. But it, it's hard. Like, I was talking to you. That's what she said. It. <laughs> I'm like, so, oh, wait, hold up. That's what she said. Thank you. <laughs> I was talking I'm here for you, Mike. to Mike the other day about, like, damn, I need a vacation. And 
What were you telling me about that? I haven't had more than a couple of days off in a long time. Like I just, I like really need some time away from work just to separate myself from my work self. That's nothing else. That's why I think you're kind of so anal retentive. I'm very anal retentive. Well, and we've talked about. Thank you for trying to put that lightly, Jake. But I'm very. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I love you. And we've talked about mental health on this podcast before. <laughs> Hashtag sell the bell. I, I think you're you're right, Sean. Like mental health can tie into your physical health. It for uh, sure. Oh, it does. For sure. Absolutely ties does. Physical health. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, that's like kind of one of the hardest. I mean, if I'm being open and honest here, that's one of the hardest things for me to do is to separate my work life and me as like an another person other than the dealership right um it's super hard for me to not take my work home with me and as much as i can tell somebody oh you know you just have to do this and this and stretch and meditate and yoga i mean it's a it's a it's one thing to know how to do it it's another thing to actually do it and we just can't like really focus on that enough honestly um you know sean just as you said i mean it really does have an effect on you uh, for sure, physically, if not emotionally, and emotionally makes you, you know, react physically. Like we, are, we are not our jobs. Like we're our own people, and at the end of the day, you gotta, you got to take care of yourself. Actually, now I'm like, okay, I gotta schedule my vacation yeah, now. Right. <laughs> well, don't you think it's weird that whenever you meet someone new, mm-hmm. you know, like a new introduction, uh, you know, like the, the classic icebreaker is, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. And like I find that you know, I had a yeah, conversation with so someone the other day. It's so weird that it's like that that's how you're classified as your job, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, you know, hit someone next time with like, yeah, I like to hike or I like to read books or, you know, whatever. What it, do you, yeah. Like, what do you like to do in your free time or whatever? Like, what do you do for fun? I don't know. That's a really interesting way of structuring that. And f- you know, it's all centered around work. You need money. You have to work to make money. Money's what makes the world go round. Unfortunately. It's mm-hmm. it's it's really hard because, you know, for example, if I have a day off that I have to go do an important thing later in the day, but I took the entire day off, I find myself still going into work early, opening up the dealership, turning everything on. I loved your and- ca- I loved your caterpillar uh encounter today. You'd make a great <laughs> salesman, dude. I'm posted. We're posting that. I'm gonna post it. That's gonna be a teaser for the next episode. <laughs> nice. Uh, I I, I bookmarked that one for uh for a later date uh, so just be prepared to see a uh, caterpillar and a car salesman yeah <laughs> you'll know you'll figure it out and, you'll figure it out and you, you know ali like with how you're saying or even mike you got to separate yourself <clears throat> before i met ali i had a i was like you mike but worse in the sense of like you take pride in what you do, so the whole separation from work and life thing is a little bit different. You mean impossible? <laughs> yeah, but with, with me, it was it was to the point of being unhealthy to the sense of I was pissed off all the time. I carried emotions in a weird way when it came to that, where it's all like, why do I work this hard? Or because of how much pride I take in what I do, I don't know how to allow myself to relax. So she helped me a lot with that with it's like you got to step back you got to take a deep breath you have to allow yourself and now you yeah. are doing the same bullshit i did <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same thing like it always you, comes full circle yeah. yeah it does and as you work at a place for longer mm-hmm, you take on more things you wear more hats oh yeah and yep. you feel more responsibility 
Uh, sell the bell. <laughs> That's the easiest yeah. sound bite to grab. I'm yeah, super it. sorry, guys. I am totally messing this up. Kevin, please come back. <laughs> we miss you, Kevin. No, Kevin, you're doing come back. great. You're doing great, sweetie. I'll never take the soundboard away again. This is super confusing. <laughs> he admits it. But I'm lucky when it comes to vacation because I, I actually get paid hourly, so I'm not salary or commission in any way. So um, you get nothing. But I get something because I get my vacation time. What's vacation time? Yeah. Well, you get your, you, you how, have no. it. I know you how have How much? It's my hourly no. wage. How many per... hours or days or whatever? How hours is it broken down into? Eight, ten, eight hours per day. Ten, how much vacation ten, time do you get a year? Ten oh, days, oh, 10 days. 10 days vacation, five sick days. Nope, three sick days. Three, sorry, three sick, 13 days it total was five. for the whole year. But they knocked us down. They only legally have to give you three. Correct. Yeah, so they knocked in it down lovely, from in five our to lovely three. state. Yep. yep. So yep. they not. So, so like we took extra time last year because I could wrap over my sick time into the, my vacation. Do they? Time. So how do they? How does your company or your dealer do um, your vacation? As far as like, can you cash it out at the end of the no. year? No. Or a, a, can you roll it into no. next oh, year? Oh, or you is get it a kind, short kind amount of, of grace period. You get like three months of grace period that you can use it still before it, it, otherwise like, it just goes away. So if gotcha. you like your day, what? so hold on. So you get 13 days at the start. Let's say your start is May 5th where we work, yeah. where everything Sick resets. Sick and vacation. Sick and vacation. You go a full year and let's say you only use eight out of the 13. Uh-huh. May 5th rolls around. They will either let you transfer like two to three days over and keep them to add on top of, or they give you a three-month grace period and say, you need to use these or they're gone. You can't cash out? Nope. nope. I don't think, yeah, I don't know. If, like, the Where's the sound bite for that one? There. I've always <laughs> worked at companies where it's been an option. Yeah, well, I guarantee and, it's legal because yeah. they do. They're legal. Oh, no, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. It sounds like. It sounds like it. Yeah, so, so how does it? How did it well, work for you? <laughs> you should probably just put a gunshot sound on that for when. <laughs> the best I got is this. Yeah, womp womp. Uh, most places I've been, um, you know, it's been pretty much you could either roll it over. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really lucky where I work now. Is is we kind of don't have a set vacation only time. I mean, you can really just as long as your work's handled and. You know, we really pull together as a team. So as long as things are handled, we don't mind. Yeah. You know, so you can take whatever time you need to. But, um, you know, I guess that we really don't have a cash out option because we don't do it that way. We don't have a set time. Right. Now, it's like with with Allie, she's hourly. So if she takes vacation time, she gets paid for a full day hourly. Me, and however, when I come back, I have to work overtime to get my stuff done. Right. So so I get paid for that time and a half, too, as well. Now for that's, now for my lovely explanation of that's, my pay plan. I was curious about that when we talked about it uh, during break. My yeah. my butt is sore just thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah, you got lubed up pretty yeah. good. So the way that it works is I am... Uh, no amount of sugar can help me. Um <laughs> So I have a base, um, base salary, and then I also make a commission, and I can also hit certain bonuses. Uh, 80% of those bonuses are unreachable for a reason. The, <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I could say it otherwise. So you get nothing! <laughs> so the bonuses are almost unreachable. It's 
it, it is really, really, really hard. I've hit it once, and I've been there over That's three what years. That's See, exactly. <laughs> uh, my commission of total sales is 1%, and my base salary is, I think it's like 2400 or something like that. But either way. So I don't get overtime. I don't get any of that. Keep this in mind. So if I go on vacation, instead of like, you know, basing it off of where a lot of other places do, if you go, whatever your general sale is based on an average for months, they will split that accordingly to however many days you're off. That's kind of similar to, to how we do it. Right. With me, that is not the case. So I get my base like normal. So that's always there. It's my salary. No matter how much I work or don't work, I'm guaranteed that. But for those 10 days I'm off, I get minimum wage for eight hours, all 10 of those days on top of my $2,400 salary. And that's, that's it. That's, that's pretty bad. It's bad, oh. man. It's, it's horrible. And I'm, I'm, we'll leave it at that. Well, we can only complain so much because at the end of the day, we There's always choose to stay at our place. Mine, I so well, I sur- we're in control. I, sur- right. I survive because I know there's somebody out there making less than me and I'm using this for experience and I don't plan on being there for the rest of my life. It's, but that's just how that's it happens. That's what I said 11 <laughs> yeah. years yeah. ago. No kidding. That, that's the classic automotive. Uh, if you're in the auto industry, that's the you have said that at some point. I'm right? not going to be here. Hey, guess what, guys? I've been working here for 11 years. <laughs> I started as part-time, like, you know. Well, and you know, but there's, I have learned a lot. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, and I've learned a lot too, but you know, I started off as a lot porter, and I worked my ass off because I'm like, I can totally prove I can do more, and then I got that position, and I'm like, oh, I can kick ass at this, and now I'm in a horrible, perpetual loop. I really want to hear, like, what people who are listening, like, how they feel about the vacations and stuff like that. Do you take your vacations? Is it easy? Is it hard? Customer states podcast at gmail.com. That's one way to reach us. What's another way, Mike? Uh, Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash customer states podcast. My cell phone number is 805 910 beep, 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 beep. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of effing number combinations with the last four. But I'm surprised you went that far. It's only Anyways. like four to the 10th power or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, four to the power. Yeah, four to the fourth. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't have my calculator. Nah. I can't figure it out. <laughs> Again, why we're all in the audience. Automotive industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? So wait, wait. Oh, oh. oh, what is that? What is that noise? <laughs> is that a, is that a rustling of paper? Does that mean that we have something else to read? We do. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so we actually had another uh, listener submission, and it's not quite a listener mail. This is more just a sharesy. Um, a listener sharesy. <laughs> Um, uh, this one happens to come from uh, a man named Norman, um, who lives in the great white North. Hi, Norman. Hello, Hi, hello Norman. Uh, thank you so much for writing, uh, or sending us this picture, a uh, screenshot of a repair order. Um, so does somebody want to re- describe the repair order? Uh, I that do, understands how I, it works. I, I want to say something first. Oh, about don't, you, don't you dare steal my thunder. Oh, were you going to go ahead? There. You go ahead. I've talked enough. Don't you dare. Okay. Domestic dispute. <laughs> to be honest, if she if she wanted me to lose, I'd lose. <laughs> She's being nice. 
Um, I what? have a lot of dirt on you. <laughs> oh my god! Jeez, oh, there's no soundbite for that. Yeah. No, there's not. Like, wow. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe Sex Panther. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so what Allie was gonna say is, Norman, you use PBS, and so we do, see you, Norman. We see you, Norman. I recognize and, uh, the structure of this RO. We uh, we use PBS as well, and uh, yeah, you're uh, the customer service through you guys is great because you're Canadian and. You're hey. always saying sorry, and it's not your fault. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, sorry. wait. Before sorry. before we go on, can I just talk about when you call PBS for help? Oh, it's lovely. The woman who you want some Tim Hortons? Oh, I wish I had Tim Hortons. Um, when I was, anyways, <laughs> I Do you really know how like big Tim a moose is there, bud? <laughs> um, when you call into this helpline, if you need help. This is what the lady sounds like. Hi, thank you for calling PBS Systems. She's like so happy, and like the music is like super like. I'm gonna chill. come. Do not come. <laughs> Do not come. <laughs> it's super chill, and she's just too fucking happy. And you're calling because you're fucking pissed off <laughs> that yeah. some shit's not going the way it's supposed to go. Your claims aren't getting through. It's the end of the month. It's bullshit. And she's there. Hi. Thanks for calling. Why she's setting the tone. In that yeah, Sales 101. She's setting the tone already. Sean beat, me, right? Sean beat me to it, man. That's it's just, like, that's you're pissed off. She's like, thank you so much for calling PBS. And you're all like, oh, I can't be bad. <laughs> and now she's from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you noticed every time you have like a customer complain, it's the same thing when you go out there. You're like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want this. Hi, how are you? Yeah, exactly. Tina, so nice to see you today. How can I help? <laughs> and, and speaking about. <laughs> have our voice Spe speaking about right. the customer the, the voice, yeah, voice. Yeah, exactly. right. speaking about sitting on hold and sean on all this it's like you want to play a classic round or you want to play around a classic car trivia you know exactly who i'm talking about their yeah. old music is the same every time if i'm asked one more time about the dodge viper and when it was produced <laughs> in what year i'm gonna lose it <laughs> so anyways on to the read 2013 ford f-150 it is uh, engine size doesn't matter. So check engine light, amber mill lights on. So we'll start with the the cause. So or actually no, this is the technician's notes up top. Uh, so you should read from the bottom. Oh, first. it's the bottom up. Okay, so yeah. so EEC test <clears throat> code P zero two zero seven P zero three zero seven. So those are both. So the P two P zero two zero seven is a code for an electrical. Uh, fault on injector number seven. Correct. And the P0307 is a fault for misfire on cylinder number seven. So immediately you know where you're looking. Yep. Cylinder number seven. Yep. So perform engine per perform engine performance diag. Find open circuit on cylinder seven injector. No pigtail available. Find alternate connector and salvage bin. Modify to suit needs. Install. Clear codes and test. Good. Inspect for other damage. None noted. <clears throat> so, I, have to, I have to get ready for this because <clears throat> it's. <clears throat> I have a question. Yeah. I'm sorry. What does pig? What is the pigtail? Is that so, just like uh, uh, electrical? It's part of the wiring harness. So, so the, it's well, so pigtail. Can, well, go ahead, Mike. Uh, <clears throat> the pigtail. Mr. Many Hats. Yeah, Mr. Mr. <laughs> master, senior Master Ford Technician. Well, I know because I deal with them. Uh, so the pigtail is what I would call a electrical connector mm -hmm. with a length of wire at the end of okay. it. Okay. 
Um, and so that literal pigtail is something that I can uh, solder or crimp into an existing mm-hmm. wiring harness Okay. in that instance. Yeah, add, gotcha. a lot of times you'll use like a, you'll replace a pigtail in instead of replacing like a whole engine harness or something like that. Like let's say you had like a rat damage on a car or something yep. like that. Instead of spending it, Rather than grand. that, you'll, you'll go, hey, is there a pigtail available? So it's more like a term used to like describe like making like a small connector. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. So this is uh, the technician's notes. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, Jake. Due to the pandemic and the closure of Disneyland, Mickey Mouse found alternate employment as a saboteur. He snuck in between the hours of 2330 on 05 and 0600 on 06 chewing through CE211 GYBN at C187, Fun fact, 187 is California penal code for murder, <laughs> making an open circuit and canceling injector function on cylinder seven. <laughs> From the warranty wizard herself. Wonderful. Uh, so, wow. Uh, number A, you can't uh, ever write that in a story. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, for, and for letter two. Um... Oh, I see. I see what you did there. A. Oh, and, uh, oh you didn't. A. You didn't even realize oh. you had done that. She said it first because the way their ROs are set up as letters. Oh, line yeah. Line numbers are right. letters. So they say line number A, which a? that a? would, a? or a? B, a? which it's not a number. It about? looks so funny. <laughs> hey, Norman, about? how about the maple leaves, bud? Oh, man. We're going to cancel in Canada. No, we're not. Yeah, Norman <laughs> is not going to listen to I love Canada. You know what? Actually, before we continue, and I'm allowed to do this, Chance. I'm calling you out right now. You tease me snacks one more time. Oh, I saw that. You son of a bitch. I need our ketchup chips. I will fly up there and personally have Trudeau extradite you. (laughs) (laughs) All dressed chips? Can't get those out here. Yes, you can. You can now. Liz does make all dressed chips. I will bring you a bag. All dressed chips. I just haven't had them out here. I'll bring them to you. What in the world are you talking about? They're so like all, a vinegary, barbecue-y. It is, it's Canada's version of kind of like a barbecue meat, salt, and vinegar, kind of-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's pretty fair. They're really good. They're called all-dressed. I imagine. They're supposed to taste Sounds like good. bacon and maple and all of this stuff. It's really good. It's really good. And you can't get ketchup chips out here, and ketchup chips are delicious, and Chance is dangling them in front of my face, and it pisses me off. Yeah, ketchup <laughs> chips. That's another one. I, I've never... I, I like to put actual ketchup on my chips, it's not, like French fries. It's, no. It's not It's no. so good. Same. Have you tried it? I have not tried then it. Then don't talk I, to I me know, about it. I know. Okay. <laughs> Message me. I'll send Wait. you an address to send some chips. So you want to see... We need to take a poll. We need a poll. You want to you like see her cringe? Ketchup on blue box mac and cheese. That is disgusting. I told you she'd cringe. That God. is disgusting. People that put ketchup in mac Dude, and cheese, awesome. get out of here. Get out of here. If you don't like ketchup on things, does Norman have a video for you? Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'll show you separately. Okay. okay. Anybody right. who knows Norman is going to know the video that he shared. Okay. So. All right. So to so mo- let's moving bring on it back. From, moving on to bring ketchup. Back. We have to give Doug and Avery some time. Okay. Um, so uh, Avery um, was uh, somebody that is a fan of ours. We read his uh, listener mail last time. The famous Hi, sticker Avery. company? <laughs> no, it's not the famous sticker company. I use that company frequently. Yeah, Avery makes good stuff. Um, but Avery hails from uh, Beach Ford in Myrtle Beach. And um, he, Myrtle. Just, he just kind of wanted um, words of encouragement for his uh, former co-workers um, at AutoNation Ford in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. 
Minnesota. Why is, going, it, why is it got to be a white bear? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the only kind that you find in Minnesota. I'm uh, just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, they're going through management change. and Oh, God. I feel your pain, dude. Jake, you I'm, know exactly how that is. God. Well, so I feel like we I feel this. We as listeners know that Jake knows how that is. Well, thank you, Sean, <laughs> as, a, as a listener and now a host. Oh, thank you. Ooh, Ooh, thank guest you. host. Guest host. Introducing. Special guest host. Sorry, I didn't hear a thing you guys said in the past 30 seconds. I was imagining killing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You shouldn't do that. No, what what words of encouragement can we all give to the to the boys <sighs> well, over there? You know, so I, I've technically gotten three new managers whilst you've just gotten one. You talking about Ron and Pat? Yes, I am. Because they were whoa, both. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. It's fine. But but Ron Pat listens. Hi Pat. Hi Pat. But Ron and Pat are kick ass. Sure, but you know, you're new to something. We're all human. There's no way to know it's not, you know, um Oh my god, what's that movie where they go like I don't it's have the any it's idea what the Matrix. About. Oh my god. You know, god. it's not an information download. The, the, <laughs> I'm like, you know, what? She loosely held her arms up and made a noise, and they were supposed to know that that was the Matrix. I'm very glad I'm here for that. Yeah, you you can't listen to that. No, this yeah, there's there's no there's no audio cues for that bad sort of. For those of you out there, it it was well worth coming here today. Imagine somebody who can't swim jumping into the deep end for their first time and going. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's move okay. it along. It's so, moving on. so I'll, I'll start. Anyways, it's not an informational download. Well, actually, like immediately, right, 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 right. There's, right, right. there's things that they still are learning, just like all of us, and so that that messes with the flow. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. There is a different, and I don't exactly know what Avery is like really pointing at. There is a difference from somebody learning something new and adjusting to a dealership, and straight up thrusting their you-know-what right into the woodworks or the machining and just be like, this is what That's you're dangerous. doing now. Either way, you get my point. So if Avery, if you're if you're more talking along the lines of you're trying to get used to somebody, they're not really used to the way that things work, it will get better, man, I promise. But if it's more along the lines of what I'm dealing with, where it's a guy who is just, look at my BDE and... <laughs> If anybody Big does know what that, yeah, uh, you, you could just Google that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Allie did it for I us. I just wanted to say, but if, it, if it's something more along those oh lines, I there's really no other particular thing you can do than stick it out, man, and hope that your manager realizes that you are really the whole entire base of the team, and it's either you learn to work with your team and grow together. Or he's just going to be a dick and it's just going to be, this is my way or the highway. So pray it's the one, you know, the first one. It's like with me, I'm really trying to give my new manager the benefit of the doubt, but he is giving me no reason to do that. Well, I think that, I mean, there's a different, I mean, there's a different there's different perspectives to to how a manager comes in or like new management styles right sure so you know the advice i would give would just be you really just want to wait and see you know stick it out like jake said i mean wait and see what happens because 
the, the manager or, you know, new management may come in and try and strong arm, which, you know, it seems like Jake's dealing with and that, you know, that could be a problem. But, you know, a lot of times managers have different styles of coming in. Like yeah. I've come into places like I'm the new manager, I'm this and that. And, and that never really works, mm-hmm. um, you know, just from experience from me. But I, I've also come in like really too soft before and I've gotten walked over and I didn't make any changes. And therefore I fell into what the old manager had which was the same problems that the, the, the dealers right. that I was working at. Exactly fix. right. So, yeah. yep. so, you know, there, there's a mix there that, you know, as a manager, you have the time, to do. It right. works it, every time. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and, and Sean makes a good point. It's like, you do have to find that balance because definitely too, too soft. You're stepped on too headstrong you lose respect so it it is tough i will give it that you really got you come into a place you don't know you have to feel it out but at the exact same time you can kind of tell if somebody's just being a dick or if somebody's really trying to just figure it out well i think being a manager can also be a pretty thankless job at times like when you're the boss of someone in a sense like people don't like to be I you told know, what to do. The best way my wife put this to me like a long time ago, but like the best. What's way up, to Alicia? It, right? She's like, you have to know that you are going to be what people go home to their wife or their spouse and talk about. You know, you're yep. going to be the the dinner time conversation yep. in all these houses. You know, and it's hard, man. I've had to fire people. I yep. mean, like I said, yeah. being a manager has its. Like it has its peaks and valleys for sure. You know right. what I mean? Like I said, I've had to fire people and look them in the eye and I've had to watch people cry. Right. I mean, this guy's uh, got to go home. That's so hard. You right. know, but, so it's tough. But at the same time, because I know how your mentality is, Sean, just knowing, working with you, there's a, a huge difference between a boss and a leader. Figure it out. If you're a yeah. leader... There's different, Even, ways, there's different ways to lead, but you have to be a leader, you know, to find a way that you're going to lead your team right, to, right, to right. what you need to do. Right. And Doug. Uh, so, so Doug was a quick one. Um, he was, uh, uh, he's from uh, Citrus Motors. Uh, we actually met, uh, or I met Doug. Citrus? At, at, the, uh, <laughs> at the Los Angeles Training Center. Um, oh, for the high voltage. Hi, class. Doug. How's pork chop? Coil man. Doug really just had something more to say to the podcast audience. Oh, okay. Um, as, okay. As in um, a little shout for, out. Yeah. Uh, new techs and new hires out there. Um, it is much better to tattle on yourself than to um, have the customer find out about something. So to get ahead of it, to elaborate on that, like let's say that you're doing a service on a car and you scratch a panel or you knock out a tail lens or something like that. Um, it's much better to tell the service manager or the, somebody in charge and let them know that you made the mistake and we have to fix this customer's vehicle before you deliver it to the customer in the service drive. And they're walking around the vehicle before they pick it up and say, well, this scratch, this dent, this wasn't here. You, You know, a, um, that's a really good it, it tip, actually. Uh, I think. Most people don't, you know, it seems it seems counterintuitive, but most people don't think to do that. They're like, oh, I'll just, you know, sweep it up under the rug and right. we'll notice. Well, let's customers notice everything. We everything. get we get blamed for stuff because all the, damn the okay. Time. So the vehicle comes in on this on the service drive, and it's filthy outside and inside. It's filthy. And so you don't even touch the outside of the car. You just do the service on it, and you put it through the car wash. Now the car is clean. 
But when the customer picks it up, they see all the scratches and dings on it because that now could, it's clean. That could have been there, but it's always they were be there your, before. It's always most be your of the time fault. they were there before, but because now they can see them, it's you know now, now it's on their mind. Well, yeah, and oh, the customer sometimes doesn't even know. Like I, I genuinely, I genuinely feel like I do know, and you guys all in the know body shop, you, you know people, that for sure. You know Absolutely. more than I, That's my living. I mean. Yeah. But you know, it, it, even like on the service drive, because I've had to, you know, come up front and deal with these customers, you know, these guests anyway. And you know who's out to try and get something, you know, oh, you just know. And then you, you know you, who honestly, I'm like, look, lady, th- this was there. I, I, I promise you it was. Or yep. sir, I, you know, whoever it is. But, you know, sometimes people just, they truly don't notice it yep. until like, you, like Mike said, it's nice and shiny and clean. And right. then it's like, oh boy. Well, you're in this industry long enough. You can smell a bait from a mile away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, But for for a really loose kind of metaphor for that, like how he said, it's it's easier if you tell somebody you've lit something on fire than waiting until somebody else notices that it's burning something down. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Agreed. This totally applies to my corner of the world as well because you know i make mistakes i've messed something up i've missed deadlines yeah you're right i am perfect but anyways you know it's always good (laughs) it's always good if you mess something up to just get ahead of it own your mistakes because that says something about you yeah right for someone else to find more respect for someone at that point we're all human yeah yeah um Oh, already? It's I'm I'm sorry, guys. It's it's time to. My it's time's all right. gone. It's yeah. all right. My time's over. Yeah. Um, Are well, you go home now? You can come back anytime you want. Yeah. We had yes. so much fun today. And just like you oh, know, oh wait, and also Eric, I know you're listening, buddy. You should come back anytime you want to. Eric, you hear that, buddy? You hear that? That's yes. your name on the on the radio. Eric. <laughs> Kevin's getting maybe, really busy. Maybe I don't want to come back. Maybe. Uh, no, we could have both of you guys here at the same time. It's okay. Oh, dude, that would be a great episode, Eric it's and festival John. Festival season. Oh. Yes, Kevin's please. Getting busy. I, I need somebody else to press the buttons. <laughs> I need somebody. Else. This is a lot of pressure. I've been uh, I've been lacking. I, I'm I'm sorry, Kevin. I, I'm sorry to let you down. <laughs> so, we've reached the end of the episode. We have. Um, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, we want to thank. All of our listeners, all of our sponsors, um, you guys can, you know, uh, email us anytime you want at customerstatespodcast at gmail.com. It happens to be our PayPal as well, so you can follow us there. There it is. Uh, you can find us on, uh, remind me the the Facebook, Mike? Uh, Facebook. <laughs> no, I'm, I, it's it's just a weird transition. <laughs> so, uh, so Facebook is uh, facebook.com forward slash customerstatespodcast. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are the same at customer underscore states. And we anchor.fm. You can still help support us there as well. Right. And then with this, with Sean being here and we love him. You guys love the podcast. Um, we, we love Sean. We really. Yes. Any help that can be done here, guys, this is a selfless plug, but it's because we love the guy. We know we have listeners who love us. So we'd like to pass along just the love we there's a gofundme for to help sean his family his beautiful children his beautiful wife um if anybody can do anything it, it a, a dollar 50 cents whatever you can we know it's rough but still 
we we would appreciate anything you can. I personally don't know the GoFundMe off the top of my head, Mikey. I know you. So do. I mean, again, you know, we make light and we make fun in this whole you know podcast series, but um, unfortunately, cancer is no joke. And uh, one of our best friends, Sean, has it, and he's sitting here today with us. And um, we want to and we want to keep. It. <laughs> we, we, I'm still here. We want to keep. We want to keep it that way. Is the um, bottom of the line. Yes, yeah. we, we want to keep it that Sean! way. Uh, so Sean needs all of us. So if you can at all help support him, it's his GoFundMe is. Uh, I'm sure you could search him up by uh, looking at uh, Sean Lifter, S E A N L I F T E R. Again, uh, we want to end this on a light note. So we love you guys. Please keep writing us. Um, we love all of the pictures and things that you, uh, share on the, uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. If you did purchase a hashtag, sell the bell, well, yeah, please we, we need us. them in their natural habitats. We, we need to see pictures. You need to post them up there. We want to see where they go. We spent a lot of time creating these. I want to make sure it went to a good home. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you wear, do you wear many hats? Put it on top of a hat. Don't make me send CPS out there. Whatever the Canadian equivalent is, uh, <laughs> but, uh, we'll go ahead and end it there guys. Thanks. Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, we will see you next week and uh, we'll have more fun. Love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, <laughs> Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.